Nice game, Neil. Neil Young now. <laughs> Episode twelve. It's been a while. It's now been almost as long as the Tool album since podcast. Episode twelve. <laughs> Is that it? Are we done? Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We yeah. were, we, there was a time when we were really good at those. We used to practice them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so Mark's looking at me like, what the hell have I just got myself into? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. I'm not surprised. So after nervous that. Now, my, my musical yeah. reputation is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't sing a note. <laughs> so this is episode 12? Yes, I did um, mention that in the song. Good. That's all I ever mentioned in the songs. And how long since the last one? It's been like 13 years. You know, I can look this up. Like, um, as long as, um, if I mention the Tool album more than 10 times tonight, can you give me a, <laughs> can you give me a backhand? So, Carl, the, the Tool album comes out tomorrow. I know. I'm Have a, you heard it yet? Li- am I legally allowed to? <laughs> Hasn't every Tool fan heard it? Thanks yeah. to this chap in Target who's yeah. pinched a copy and forwarded it on. Did you hear the whole story? Did I, I yeah, the, the way video. he drove to Vegas and all this craziness. Because he worked in Target. Sorry, we're, we're joined by my older brother, Mark. Hello? I thought we were going to introduce him properly. <laughs> so he had I'll a, just, you know, just <laughs> absorb. He, <laughs> he sold a CD from Target. Yeah. And then he took it home and he realised he couldn't actually rip the CD. Because he, he's a modern gamer yeah, and didn't, no, have a, no. didn't have a disk drive on his laptop or whatever. Oh. <laughs> and then the, so everyone, so all the crazy Tool fans on Reddit knew that he stole the CD and were going mental like, we need to hear the music, we need to hear the music, where the hell is the music? And we're getting like crazy mental with him because he hadn't, he hadn't given it to him yet. So he put out a plea saying, I live in Las Vegas, can anyone help me? And then someone messaged him saying, I'm at the Mirage Hotel in Las Vegas, meet me here in 45 minutes. So he, with the CD, he legged it over to this guy, met him in his hotel room and and they then ripped the CD and then legged it back again. And that's how the tool album got leaked. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know this guy. No. It could have been anyone. But... Could have been anyone, yeah. But... And then a few hours later, everyone had the album. Everyone. <laughs> that is good. But I guess is that now that they've put their music up on Spotify, it was coming up for streaming on Spotify tomorrow yeah. anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, and, and I'm totally the sort of band where I reckon you're going to buy their album sleeves are pieces of art in themselves you know what yeah, I mean like okay. the last one I had spectacles attached yeah. to the front with, yeah. with which would give you like 3D in-depth stereoscopic, cards, stereoscopic like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they're um, well this I'm one's got a TV of, inside it yeah that's right got a TV inside yeah. it with a USB plug to charge it it's an HD TV you open it up and you watch the TV Really? Inside, inside, what? yeah. So you open up, you open up the, the CD packaging, and then one of the flats CD packaging has, a, has an HD TV in it, and it's got a USB charging to charge back up the battery back up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what, it costs what? you eighty quid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it doesn't even have all the music on because their album is longer than a CD. Right. So you have to go back to streaming to listen to all. We haven't heard the. Allegedly, we haven't heard all the um, oh, all the music really? yet because all the segues are only available from streaming because I can't fit. That many oh, minutes on oh, so you're happy again now then you get to I guess yeah, yeah, I get yeah, more yeah. there's more to come <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. it's, uh, it will be an excitable chap tomorrow for, uh, <laughs> no great band um, yeah huge songs for the people who haven't listened to them yeah. enjoy tomorrow because they're I'll send you a copy do because I don't know it at all so yeah, yeah I know I think really you'd cool. like it I think yeah, you'd yeah, like yeah, it yeah, absolutely. absolutely nice can we um, 
let's get let's stop talking about tools <laughs> how many times is it okay? yeah I, know, I think we're on five already i'm a bit concerned uh, i'm gonna get this back end but um let's introduce him properly so i always ask when people come in um how would you sum up what you do Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, um, you, because I, I, obviously I know you well. You it's kind of going to be hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a um, list. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of a kind of, um, I often get the feeling it's a bit of a charlatan thing and no one's really found me out yet and that's kind of what I do. Um, I, I play trombone uh, in classical, you know, groups, orchestras and stuff like that. Not classic rock. <laughs> no, no, proper classic, proper <laughs> old stuff. And... Um, yeah, and I just kind of blow down a bit of metal tubing for my living and people happen to pay me for it. It's kind of surreal. I still don't believe it. That's amazing. That's actually amazing. That's living the dream. Yeah, yeah. It's too right. It's, yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I'm guessing that a lot of people who listen to this podcast, hopefully there's a few still out we there. We have no idea, do we? No. You could just be, I like just be the benefit already. of that. I like it like that, though. <laughs> I have little night dreams that like Lionel Richie might have heard it once. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah, well, we'd all aspire to that essentially. And so, how how did you get there? How, how what's the what's the path? Um, Imagine lots of hard work. Well, yeah, training. I mean, I think because because I, I teach a lot as well, so it's something you often kind of have to talk to to students and stuff about as well. And yeah, it's it's a lot of it's about luck, you know. It's about being in the right place at the right time. So that's very what, much. This you know? is what I was going to pick your brains about tonight because yeah. I'm very much from like a rock and rock and roll, whatever rock world. Yeah, I play gigs, you know, lots of gigs, and so is Aiden. But we play very different gigs to what you do. But yeah. I'm wondering, you just said one of the key things: right place, right time. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. the guys from Oasis said they reckon they were right place, right time to get inside and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So it's always about that. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously, then you've got to be in the position where you can actually take advantage. You so you've got to be kind of on form. You've still and got to deliver, go even and, even the opportunity. Of course, to be able yeah. To deliver on that. The, the difference is, you know, so many people get the opportunity and then they don't deliver. Yeah. And then and then it's gone. You know. But that, that's basically where, you know, and then I think probably my main thought, I kind of fluked my A-levels and then had to go to music college because there was no... Hold on, you got some flute flunk, your A-levels. I say, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I flunked them, sorry. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember these days, my English, I don't speak English that incredibly often. So, uh, yeah. I thought you meant that like you just didn't revise and suddenly just somehow got an A. No, no, it was the other way around. <laughs> but without the revising. And um, yeah, and I kind of, uh, so I had to go to music college and that, you know, it was was not really my choice, but through that you kind of you just spend your whole life for four years playing an instrument and kind of get good so you went to the, went to, um, the building was the Barbican wasn't it yeah Guildhall Guildhall yeah. School yeah so yeah. that's kind of like one of the kind of big college, music colleges in London oh, right. there's a few around the we, country we saw the EST at the Barbican yeah amazing that's right it's a massive huge concrete like yeah. maze of a building isn't it? it's incredible it's amazining all the different levels and the, yeah it's a brutalist saw, um, thing you, you, know. say, you say to me meet, meet me by the artist door but there's like we're always, we're always the wrong one we go to. <laughs> that was massive place, isn't it? Or you get on the wrong level and you're looking around and you can see where you have to go, but there's no way to get down there. It happens constantly, yeah. I think I, think I saw Bootsy Collins in his rubber band there. Did you? Yeah. I think it was there, because it's quite a nice venue in size, the actual yeah. venue. It's, very, it's huge, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah, it's quite big. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And like you could see the staff, like Bootsy Collins' band came out on stage and they were riding the flight cases of the across the stage and stuff and he was like oh and you could see the sort of the stuff were like oh no who let the rabble in sort of thing it was yeah. a real but what an awesome gig that was I think yeah, he, did like, yeah. he did like a 20 minute bass solo yeah. just staring at one person made him feel really uncomfortable it was, like, <laughs> it was a good show but were you with you when I saw Herbie Hancock there? no he no. was with a group um, 
an English crew, I forgot what they're called, but they, they never ever rehearse anything, but they put an hour and a half concert on. So there's a oh, drummer wow. and two keyboard players, and they just, it's completely experimental. Completely improvised, yeah, yeah. And they had Herbie Hancock come in and guest, and I wouldn't say he was out of his comfort zone, but they were for, for an hour and a half set, literally for 15, 20 minutes, he just sat there and watched. Yeah. Wow. And didn't play, didn't play a note with his grandpa. Really? Didn't play a note. And I, and probably an hour before set up some recording equipment. Isn't, <laughs> isn't he notorious for recording yeah. everything he's ever yeah. done ever or something? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he just sat there and watched. And then, of course, when he played, it was amazing. But it was like, you could tell it was kind of new territory and he had to, he had to absorb it. So, so yeah, exactly. Get on the right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Precisely. Is that something wow. you'd get involved in? Is, that, is, is there a lot of improvisation in the sort of music no. that you've... No, Absolutely you're... not. I mean, I, you know, I have improvised occasionally, but it's always been a terrible disaster. <laughs> no, like really bad. And even it's, it's a completely different. I mean, music's music, and it's all the same thing, different yeah. language, you yeah, know, yeah. which I, I believe in. I think it's really true. But then the way you get there, the execution is completely different. Like what we do, it's just about you have something on the page, and your job is to execute it as, perf- as perfectly as you can. You know, which yeah, and that so it's, it's which a, blows my mind because it's, it's completely from a different angle. You know, you you guys both read very very well, obviously, <laughs> and I've never read in my life. But and, um, oh, right, yeah, because yeah, I've just I've just picked things up from learning other you know other people's stuff and then yeah. time and getting my ears and semitones, full tones, and all that. But, so a, but reading, there's a lot there's a lot to be said for that because like you know because a lot of the problem that I didn't not so much in 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 sort of rock music whatever but you know a lot of classical musicians they suffer because they have a kind of breakdown because you get kind of destroyed by this perfection thing so actually we got a lot to learn from from you guys I think about that about like just playing so you have something in your head and you play it don't you you Mm. it's really cool yeah hopefully (laughs) yeah that's the idea that's what what blows my mind about it how that page is your it's your your visual representation of what you're about to do and it gives you all the information you need yeah your job's me. just it's to get it out of the instrument. Me. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> so how much, how much interpretation is it? The interpretation is from the conductor, is it, rather than... From well, the yeah, well, it, it, it depends on the uh, uh, on the chemistry of the evening. So it depends on, like, the group you're with, how good you feel with your colleagues, how good you feel with the conductor. Oh, so well, if, well you know, that's... Sorry to bite in. That, that, that's kind of like... That's good. That's that's kind of like an improvisational thing, and it's yeah. Really there is that element. There's that yeah. different energy there. Sorry, carry on. That's, yeah, yeah. No, so if you, I mean, obviously, if you feel if you feel comfortable, then you'll take you can take a bit more risk, and you're mm. not worried about like like a note not coming out as it should. All right. But if you're on the stage with the wrong sorts of people or a conductor that's really really controlling or gives you kind of foul look every time oh, the, God. The, the note doesn't come out perfectly piano with a perfect production that oh, kind of no. then you just tend to go into lockdown and just yeah. just like okay I just. Yeah. No risk, you know. So Carl, with his rebellious streak, should not get no. involved in that sort of thing. Well, you could try. It'd be quite interesting, actually. Yeah. We'll get you in, mate. I'd do that. If someone looked at me evil, I'd be like, I'm just going to play that note another four times. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. no, I, 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 yeah, I have that impulse yeah. as well. I've, yeah. had to, I've had to get around that. Believe me, it's quite a battle sometimes. I, I can imagine. That's brilliant. brilliant. So you went to the Barbican? Yeah, to Guildhall. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But that's not when you start playing the instrument, was it? No, I mean, I started playing like, like a different instrument, like euphonium. Around, I was about 11. I started piano when I was five. Yeah. Or six. That's probably like more or less like you, right? I mean, uh, hang, hang on. I would have been seven. Yeah. You guys. So how does this, how does this happen? Musical parents? Not at all, actually. Well, that's what I was about. That's why I mean, I've asked, that's why I've asked it. Because... Well, I say not at all, because dad is, I mean, he's sort of... He's sort of musical, I guess, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, got he a company somewhere. And, yeah. Mark and Mark's technically my half-brother, so we, don't, we have the same dad, but not the same mum. That's right, yeah. that's right. But there's a lot of musical on my mum's side as well. That's true. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of exactly. on my mum's side. 
So it's in there. It's in the. It's in the. It's, yeah, swamp somewhere. It, it, it's, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I think because I didn't know for years and years and years, but my granddad was a uh, big band drummer. Right. All right. Um, cool. And I didn't know this for years and years and years. And you know, I kind of my mum plays piano and sings, and so yeah, it's always comes think, down I mean, through, it, doesn't it? I yeah. I mean, in my case, it was more there was just a, there was a piano in the house, and I think I was just you, you just as a kid, you just kind of it's probably the same with you, Aiden. And you just sort of play and just bang away, bang around, and at some yeah. point your parents get so sick of it they actually <laughs> try and get him lessons and play something that sounds get sort him, of decent. Get him lessons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, stop, stop the stop noise. <laughs> so yeah, and then yeah, I started with the brass around about eleven. I had a brief flirtation with the cello when I was seven, oh, really? but that was rubbish. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. And then um, that's yeah. hard. Is ch- cello's hard? Is it? Well, yeah. Well, the thing that put me off was I, I I let it down one day in the in front of the 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 window, and the sun was shining on it, and all the strings popped out, and I never I was so scared by this thing, I never I never. So touched what it happened? Again. Yeah, so, yeah. The, so the the sun the heat it kind of melted the, the glue or something that holds the I don't know what, but yeah. Oh right, I the bridge even... popped off then, did it? No, yeah, exactly, and all the sort of Bam. strings just pinged probably, off. Yeah. Probably one of the better noises you've ever heard. Just yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I just I just started the trombone because it's like you can do this with like really sort of you know the Johnny Briggs kind of yeah. uh, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was I was fascinated by that so that's yeah, brilliant that's how I got there I guess yeah. no, it is it's completely fascinating what instrument people choose you yeah. know and then trombone, trombone is not your everyday like you know I can understand why blokes want to play guitar and, and all this yeah. sort of stuff and but that trombone is not. But with your phone, you know what it was because there was there was I can remember it as clear as day. I was about eleven, and there was an episode of Blue Peter, and I was watching it, and they had a Sally Army band on, and they were and some guy played the euphonium. I just thought, ah, oh, you that's know, cool. like that sounds really cool. And if I play the instrument, everyone's going to want to know what it is and bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's happened to be one in school, you know. It is. Yeah, that's. I love that stuff. Yeah. Are they looking a bit quiet? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Should we? Um, is that is the sort of this thing can, kind of? Have we got any? Have got, you got any, any peaks? Have got I've got loads down here. Yeah, well, that's that's one, two, one, two, one, one two. two. That's one, me two. basically shouting. That's me quite small. Oh, there we go. Oh, if I, yeah, that's better. Yeah, if I give it Much a little. Much better. Yeah. yeah. I've, they've all come up now. The bigger size. I hear myself. That's better. Yeah, you might have to nice. just compress. One, two, one, two. Yeah. That, you know you know you I, I can do automation now. I've been learning logic. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. That's why that's dance music right there. <laughs> God, I did a stint of about two years writing drum and bass songs and oh, really? the automation clips it was just crazy for volumes and swoops and swells and stuff it's just you spend more time doing automation clips than you do actually making I don't, music I don't, I don't know what they are what are automation like, clips they they what, well, how do you explain that the track well, it's, making, it's making the computer do things yes. or the track do things without you actually pressing the button you draw, you draw, and, draw a volume you line draw the volume in so there's a yeah. line on, yeah. on logic and if, and if you, you can make the line go up like a diagonal, like a diagonal up, and then as as the um, as the music plays through, as it goes up, it gets louder. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that means yeah. you can draw these crazy arcs and ups and downs and swoops and things, and the volume can do all crazy kind of stuff. Oh wow! Without you having to sit there and literally like play yeah, the fade or not or anything. It's it's it. You can pre program it. Oh, cool. it. Well, you can do it with panning or with filters or. Oh, like, you can do it. They dip. I think they, they do on some big albums. They, I think it's called dipping. I'm not 100 percent sure on this, so correct me if I'm incorrect. Anyone out there? But they, to get a real like Nirvana, say, you know, when they come in from a quiet verse into a big chorus. Mm. Apparently, just before they bring in the chorus drums, they dip the volume of the drums so that when it comes back in, you get it kind much of tricks, more tricks your ears into thinking it comes in whack. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, yeah, some clever techniques mm. out there. 
Far too yeah. much to learn. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what we do. I mean, we do that kind of thing acoustically as well. Like, that's one thing if you're playing well, in a big group, it's getting everyone to do the same thing. You that's know, what but. I was about to ask you. I keep mentioning this page that you've, you have to interpret. Yeah. Is all that on there? Or No, not no, at all. that's you... No feeling the mood that's yeah usually can that sort of tell you what to do but also if, if you're good like if you're good yeah <laughs> then you'll you'll pick it up around you and sort of realize that yeah, like get that like there's 16 violins playing over the other side of the stage and maybe at that point they're more important than i am or <laughs> it doesn't happen very often i have to say but, yeah. 15 violins on one point, it has to get 16 16 yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly 15. it's a done deal so 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 if you're if you're playing in a piece, it, it, how important is it that you know the piece of music, even if you've got the music in front of you? Very important. So 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 you do spend time listening to it, and then yeah, I mean, I was lucky because I was kind of a bit of a like a nerd when I was a teenager, and I just listened to pr- almost everything, like you know, so over and over and over and over again. Yeah. So then, when you actually years later, you come onto stage and you have to play something really really complex for like 100 people on stage yeah. all playing their own parts which is crazy so the sheet music isn't enough no no, no it gives you a guide the sheet music is a guide but it doesn't give you doesn't nowhere give near you the, everything no. this is what I'm trying to ascertain Sometimes, it's amazing it's one part you know it's one part and then there's all people so you could be I mean just to give a little example it could say forte on there but there's a there's you're accompanying like an oboe which isn't very loud so then you automatically have to play less you come back yeah and it can be the other way where you're the only one and you have to it says piano so you've got to play more because it's got to project mm. so etc because it's because it's acoustic so you're doing your own balancing you know exactly. the whole time yeah that's it it's, it's yeah but you know which, which written, written in the rock world we just do instinctively probably i expect i think so i think if you in, I don't know. For me, like we, oh, we keep like Caroline's, for instance. Again, a band that we played in for years. Those sets we used to do were, were like three, four hours. We had, um, yeah, we'd come down. We we know when someone's coming yeah. down, and you just yeah. come down. You just feel it, don't you? After yeah. just, it's the telepathy yeah. of, a, of a musician and all that. Exactly. Stuff. Not to not to boast or anything, but you do feel you, you do feel yeah. after once you've been playing for a long, long time, you do get to feel these vibes, and it's yeah, it's, it's the same classical, it's the exact, same well, exactly yeah. the same, yeah. I mean, the only thing is that we're 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 like you know maybe eighty ninety a hundred people on stage. That's and, crazy, you know, yeah. So you rather than three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just different, but also it depends on the hallway you play, like because yeah. you're very you're very dependent on how the hall sounds. So, well, that's what know. I was going to ask because you've got a massive hall. Yeah. Um, what do you get? Seventeen violinists then, or <laughs> does, it, does it dictate? Because obviously, it, the more musicians you have playing the same instrument, is that a volume thing, or is it a? Or are they playing different parts, or is it all of this, all of the above? I, it just depends. I mean, no, we don't tend to. I mean, you have some halls that are just louder than others, and it's not always the size. It can be the materials, yeah, and you know, if yeah. it bounces around a lot, whatever. But um, but yeah, you, usually that's kind of up to the conductor. Just say you know here, don't go too crazy because this place is you know yeah, it's crazy loud. Play, yeah. But you know, it just depends. I mean, even like new new places that they they you know there's a new really new very expensive hall in Hamburg, the Old Philharmonie, which costs eight hundred and fifty million Ooh, euros. Wow. Like it's it and it's an incredible place. It's built basically they built it on top of a warehouse and it looks like a glass sale and it's just like it's just amazing place. Yeah. And this, but the problem there is that it, it's really, I should probably should be careful if I say, say this, but it's, <laughs> you know, I think it sounds very nice to the audience, but for the musicians, it's really, really difficult. Because oh, yeah. you can't hear across the orchestra. So you can see the violins, for example, playing is that away. Is it acoustically dead? Uh, it's not dead, but just the way the, the sound's reflected wow. around the stage. 
So, but they must be part of the design because they think about these things when they make the halls, don't they? You'd think they think about these things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's I all mean, cash. I think I think they think <laughs> more about. To dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm being a little <laughs> cautious. I think I, I think they probably think about what it sounds for the audience, like what yeah, it sounds like yeah, for them. Yeah. But money, it's rarely it's rarely like actually what you feel when you're on stage is rarely taken into account. You know. Wow. Well, yeah. I suppose we're lucky because you you guys don't have monitoring then. No. Very, no. 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 Nothing. No. Wow. It's just so different. Oh, yeah. This is it. So that's a complete, I mean, that's a complete, that's where the telepathy, I think that's where experience of playing a lot, you know, many, many, many concerts like that is so important. Yeah. So yeah. You, you've got a shit sound, you've just got to deal with it. Yeah. Which is a, yeah. Yeah, which exactly. is a huge skill in, yeah. in itself. And you don't, you don't learn that skill until you're up there doing it. You've got to do it. Yeah, yeah. there's no there's it's, no way. You can't study it in yeah. a music college in a room with a professor. It's like ski. Yeah. It's like being a ski jumper. At some point, you've got to go over the big one. It's got to do first it. First time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? It's, and the Abbott Hall's like a classic as well. And you, certainly you've been to the Abbott Hall yeah. you, many times. And, yeah. I don't know about, and that's like really difficult because it's like playing, it feels like you're playing an outdoor gig because it's so massive. It's so yeah. tall. And, yeah, and you can't, so again, you can't hear anything. You see yeah. people, everyone going for it. And it's like, you've got no idea what's coming out <laughs> at all. It's quite so weird. that's quite crazy. And I suppose, yeah. do you have areas that you sit as all the violins sit together in a yeah, and then so that's it. In general, yeah. And if I you're mean, next to the timpani, you're, you're knackered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, next to well, the trombone, more the case. Trom- isn't it? Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you'll sit in front of the trombone, you'll scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, you occasionally make someone cry. You know, it's quite, it's quite cool. You know, so part of the satisfaction of the job. You know, <laughs> one, of the, one of the perks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week I was playing in front. We were doing a big, like a really big kind of like classical music but heavy metal Shostakovich which is like really full on very loud yeah, very excellent you know and, uh, and the cymbals were right behind me and that was that was something well, like I a mean, crash cymbals there yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's unbelievably loud yeah. unbelievable you know but uh, so, yeah but I, I enjoy that I don't know I, I liked when we used to play gigs if I couldn't when like Caroline's I'd say the sound guy um, can you just flood the piano the flood the stage with piano please yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. I'm like and, and he go well how's that and I just keep shaking my head until he flooded it and I'm just, just all I could hear was just Amy's <laughs> piano coming back mm-hmm. I mean massive because you want to be involved you want to be absorbed you want to be yeah, in yeah, amongst yeah. it rather than you know that's you know that's part it's probably of the though, we do it the classical music though even they they did get the technology to the point where all the musicians could have in ears and their perfect mix and everything they probably I don't they probably still wouldn't do it because I think that's still that's such a massive part of the performance yeah I mean we do it now like for example if you do a, sometimes I play sessions you know like recording sessions yeah and um, I did one just now in July and then you play with a with a click and yeah you know oh, oh so they can drop you in and out and you do yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So everything's clicked. Yeah. So that, for example, the the it was it was Christmas music CD, which is a bit weird in July. <laughs> but um, we, we we did this recording, and then we were all on a click, and of course the the, the singers, the the vocalists were not there, so they'll drop yeah. them in later, yeah. and you know, typically. But, but I mean, but classical music doesn't stay to the same tempo. It's, it's just designing a click for these things is is insane. Yeah, the click is like, and that was part of the problem was that if we had a. And a cello ando or a, or a, or a ritardando, you know, slowing it's be, or it's be clicked in. It would, the click was all totally, totally out. Un- gone. And in the end, we, we actually we ditched the click in the end. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, because that's it was a complete strange. Pink Floyd maneuver. Yeah. Ditch the click. Yeah. Ditch <laughs> the click. <laughs> but then in that case, you've got to make sure that if you do drop something in, it's got to be the exact same tempo as the. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a proper skill, isn't it? That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Brilliant. So it's a, you know, it's a, that, that's pretty. That's a different side of there are people, and in, especially in London, where it's a huge industry, you know, of uh, session music and also classical musicians. There, are, there are people who dedicate their lives to doing those sessions. Like yeah. very, very, some of them quite rarely playing on stage. Yeah, they just sit there in the studio and just churn, there, churn stuff out. That just it? creates huge competition. 
Yeah. Is it? And, and then, so how do you deal with that? Is it? Is it again who you know, not what you know? Or well, each scene is a bit, particularly in London, where there's so many different scenes going on. It's quite unusual, like that. Like uh, you know, maybe New York or LA uh. or. I think Stockholm as well, and um, basically they'll they'll. It's about who you know, yeah. And there's a little group, so the the session sort of scene will be sort of kept within a little group of musicians, yeah. and and it's very very difficult. Something really major has to happen for you to get a look in. Yeah, you're telling me anything about the West End in London. Yeah, also, yeah, and each one, you know, there's there's a bit of crossover, but not that much. So so someone who plays in the Opera House might occasionally do a West End show or occasionally do a session, but. It's, you know, it's just because yeah, someone's gone in at the last minute or something mm. like that, you know. Yeah. I have to start um, a poisoning spree. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought about it. <laughs> 15 trombonists gone yeah, down. They're all the gone, <laughs> all of them. It's like Mark has all the jobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who could have done that. I happen to be free. <laughs> for, a, for a small fee. <laughs> No, yeah. good, but um. So how do you get from so you had the trombone from a young age? How do you get to from um, the very beginner stages of trombone to the point where you feel like you can apply for these big music colleges and you're good enough to be able to and you know decide it's what you want to do with your life? Um, well, I think I mean for me, well, I think you know you have a passion for music, don't you? I mean, obviously the two of you have that as well, very much so. Did you have that yeah. at the age of seven, or is that something that kind of? Well, no, but I think... Uh, it's not every kid that picks up an instrument, I guess. No, it? no. Yeah. I, but that was too early. I mean, at that point, I was still sort of like everyone. You're getting, you know, you're just learning the instrument and you're that's all you think about, you know, and other stuff as well that's going on around you. Yeah. But then I think, you know, from some point, then you get involved in the social aspects and it's like, you know, in a band, isn't it? You're, it becomes, yeah. a, it becomes a, your a, life, basically. It's a big deal, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's what hooks you in and that's what gets you somehow at some point you realise you're, at least for me, you realise you're on the path and then it's, it's it's really cool and you like yeah. to do it and it's almost too much effort to get off it as well yeah know? so I'm sure it's the same for you guys you know you you, you, were, in a, you were in a big band weren't you that uh, yeah 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 were you on Blue Peter yes yes I thought that I thought I didn't think I'd dreamt that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, was on, I was on Blue Peter it's the pinnacle of my career <laughs> I should be talking about that every day it's been downhill from <laughs> there all brilliant, yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that was, that was that was what brought us up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what got me in. Now it? I'm gonna. Is that is that available on YouTube anywhere for? A, possibly. Oh, yeah. right. That's worth a find. That is worth it's a in, find. Yeah, it's in my it's in my you know so what, in my what, collection what, somewhere. Do do elaborate on that for us. Just a, um, a well, yeah, it was just a school this, band or a, a big band. This yeah. is this big band from Aylesbury that I used to play in, and right. uh, and um, yeah, they used to go every year, and I I was one of the chosen ones one year and. <laughs> He got to play on Blue Peter. Was it yeah. like a Christmas thing, or was it? No, it was just a. I can't what it was now exactly. It was a, but but it was, what what impressed me was how trashy the the set looked. Like because you know, <laughs> when, when it's on TV, it looks amazing, yeah, it doesn't looks it? It looks really cool yeah. and with all the lighting and stuff. And actually, it's it's all you go around the back. It's all sort of held together with staples and sellotape. <laughs> it's all falling apart. You know, it's a bit big disappointment as a kid. You know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it was quite. But we, I mean, we backed. Uh, well, we did some quite cool stuff. We backed uh, Maynard Ferguson, which was wow. That was quite. Uh, we supported him. Sorry, we supported him. But we got to meet him and the band, and That's that right. was the Big Bot Nouveau tour, which was that was eighty eight, eighty nine. And that was he was kind of at the height of his powers then, so that yeah. was really that was amazing to, to King experience of the high that. Notes. Sorry, King of the High Notes. King yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was in, Bur- in Birmingham. It was just like I'd never heard anything like it. Didn't didn't believe it was possible. You know, <laughs> so that was you know they've got even even at that age, you know, you get the chance to sort of interact with really yeah kind of amazing. You played the Sting musicians. recently. Well, recently, yeah. probably five years ago, was it? About five years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah that was at that symphony. He's got the Symphony Cities 
program he did, project he did, and he took it all over the world. And because because I live on the Canary Islands, so um, because no, it's too much trouble to get an orchestra over there. They just kind of shipped him in, and then we, my orchestra over there, we did we did the show. But it was amazing. Yeah. And you were told yeah, not. Yeah. To, you were told not to talk to him. We were officially told by the office oh, that we were not really? allowed to address him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sting. Yeah, 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 exactly, Sir Sting. So you know. But actually, what what impressed me about him was he's actually. I mean, I, it, it sounds obvious, but I mean, what a musician! Yeah. He's really, he's, he's really brilliant. amazing. Yeah, like, like he knows what he wants and he knows how to exactly. To get it. He's yeah. got a real criteria, and you know, and even even like technically, like he was singing a lot, and I mean, the guy has real control. He, it's incredible. He blows my mind with some of the bass lines he plays and singing. The separation. Mm. I struggle so hard. I still do. <laughs> I struggle, struggle. And um, some of the separation, the separation between his vocal and his yeah. bass technique is amazing. Yeah. I love, he's brilliant. And at the end of the, because we did it, in a, it, was in a, it was in a football stadium. So we, we took a, like half the stadium. So there were quite a few people. I think it was about 15,000 in, ah, yeah. in the audience. And, um, and he did his encore. He did Message in a Bottle, but just a cappella. Oh. Like well, I could him and the guitar, you know, yeah, unplugged, like. and it was um, it was amazing. Brilliant! It was really amazing, and I, I was just I remember sitting there, and you was thinking, but you know, when I, I remember sitting and like on my little chairs in front of the, in front of the top of the pops eating my tea, watching this, and I like, oh, I'm on stage with this guy. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really like one of those moments, like reality Fan, check. Yeah, you know? fantastic story. It's really cool. Yeah, that's what we're, that's all we're gonna have at the end of our days. We're, yeah. we're just gonna be doing. You know, 92 years old, all of us sitting around doing podcasts, talking about the stuff we did yeah. all our lives. Wasn't it amazing? Yeah, and how, and, 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 but that's but that's that's a brilliant thing. I love that. But yeah. the only thing about Sting, he, he went off on a bit of a tantric sex thing, didn't he? And I just didn't know about that. You went into that. No, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you ever needed to mention. You're too, you're too busy for that stuff. Weirdly, yeah. I didn't get I didn't get the opportunity to ask him about that. I should have done. Yeah, it would have been perfect. That's why. That's when you said don't address Sting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first thing I wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the first thing that pops into your mind. Oh, <laughs> Sting, what, what was that? What was that about, mate? How do you do it? Nothing, nothing about music, nothing about bass. Yeah, you know, just having a coffee by the by the water cooler, you know. So, yeah, by the way, yeah. <laughs> so you said you you said you live in the Canary Islands, Great yeah. Canary. That's not what you haven't lived there when you when you came out of Guildhall. Was it Mannheim first? Am I right yeah, I went to that? Germany. To was, like, it, was that straight after you, you um, got your degree? Yeah, so I did. My, you did the like most musicians do because usually by the time you get your degree, you're still not re- quite good enough to, <laughs> to. So you have to sort of like fill, do something. Do something you know? yeah. So um, I went and did like a like a kind of masters degree in Germany. I was in a in in Mannheim, Brilliant. which is really cool because you get to learn the language. You live there for two years. You know, it was in this completely different scene, That's completely amazing, different yeah. mentality. Yeah. Germany, I don't know, as a, I'm a Neanderthal knowledge-wise on this sort of music, I'll be honest, but Germany strikes me as a sort of place where a lot of it came from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, certainly, like, and then, you know, Germany, like, if you just a, a little, you know, kind of a statistic, but in England, I don't know how many, in Britain, how many orchestras, there's maybe 20. In Germany, there's like 130 orchestras. Wow. It's just, and that's, they, they've reduced a lot. There were many more before, you know. What's the, when you say orchestra? Yeah. What's the ex- what's the description of that word? Do you have to have a certain amount of members to con- con- to well, say it constructs? It? No, but um, there'll be a certain sort of orchestration that's typical. So you'll have a minimum amount of people covering certain parts. Okay. A minimum and, and standard instruments. Um, but in Germany, there's a big difference between you because they have their orchestras rank- ranked like football, you know, oh. leagues. They have A to D. <laughs> Okay. Orchestra. Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. D is is not very well paid and, and quite small. 
and they work very hard. And then you have an A, you have A, B, A, A, and A, B, like, you know, yeah, like yeah, the, right. the bigger one and the, the bigger one and the huge one. And then you have the really who, famous bands above that, yeah. So who... Excuse me, who... who <laughs> God, something, something just happened in my throat. <laughs> that was amazing. How do you do that? I don't know. Do it again. That's improvisation. Hold on. <laughs> no. No, it's, I couldn't get it. I couldn't... We'll let anyway. you know when it happens again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit of reverse Chewbacca in my throat. Yeah. But um, who, who's, who qualifies you as a D or an A or a BA or whatever? And oh, that's from, like, that's from the central, like, you know... They there have, is like, a board, is there? there? Yeah, there's, oh, a, there's wow. a big, like, an association, like, in... I don't know where they are, probably oh, right. in Dusseldorf or something like that. And they say, you know, yeah, like, this is your... And occasionally you'll just fight like crazy, and they occasionally manage to an upgrade. Oh. So how do you get an upgrade? Well, you just say, well, we're working so hard and we don't have enough musicians, so we need... We need more players, and as a result, we need to be paid more and if, because and they of the get pressure. Upgrades, that means that another orchestra gets a downgrade, and it's like it doesn't seem to work like that. But yeah. what they tend to do is, you, I think, you know, you, I, I, I suspect they have like four or five upgrades, and then one orchestra kind of just disappears. It's kind of like the Borg from yeah, Star yeah, Trek; yeah, yeah. get absorbed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, precisely. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's fascinating. Uh, yeah, it's really weird and yeah, and yeah no of course and it's like a, it's like a, for a lot, a lot of those guys it's a, just a it's not like even how it works in a lot of Britain in the, it's a it's a salary job and you yeah. you know that's what you do you get up in the morning you take the kids to school have your breakfast and then you go in and Rehearse, do rehearsals and your concerts your and up, yeah. that's it that's your that's your job you know yeah. I mean simple that is that's again living the dream so it's uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's quite cool yeah. so alright Germany at what age sorry uh, hang on, let me think. Twenty three to twenty five, right. and then I moved. To, then I've been I've been living in Spain for twenty two years, but with a few notable. Like I lived in China for a year, yeah, a few nice. years ago. Um, we were talking before mm. that you've been to. I lived in Melbourne for quite a few years. There. Yeah, you've been there a few times as well. Yeah, no, I mean, as a is musician, that, is it all music related, or you just love travel? No, no, oh. it's, well, it's both. Both, yeah. But I mean, you know, as a musician, if you want to travel, you can you can yeah. travel like crazy. You off to um, off to Colombia any time, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, Colombia for three days. That's amazing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, this year's a bit, you know, yeah, a lot of crossing time zones, and but yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. So, how do you cope with being on a plane for so long? <laughs> Like, if you think over a year, how many hours? Drugs. Do you no. Do you spend, <laughs> like, how many hours do you spend on a plane in a typical month, for example? I mean, well, probably, I mean, I, flights I do about, probably about 70 flights a year. So it's not crazy, but it's, it's yeah, it's crazy. quite a few. That's quite crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite a few. <laughs> it's more, yeah, it's more probably, than I catch buses a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you tend to get very good at, I mean, there's probably most films I've seen about 10 times. Just because yeah. you, you know, what else are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So is there, is there anything, like for someone, are there any tips for things you travel so much? Yeah. Is there someone who maybe hasn't flying so much, like maybe the long haul flies, is there like a routine you go through? Well, I think, to make sure yeah. I this, this and this to make sure I can get through it all right? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it depends also, you know, crossing, crossing time zones, then I, I try and make sure I don't, you know, so do you sleep too much free alcohol. Do you not sleep because because that's one of the things here. Isn't I it? don't sleep really. Don't yeah. sleep. unless unless you unless you fly. I mean, occasionally I fly. Very occasionally I fly in business class, so you have the life flat, yeah. but not very often. I mean, yeah. Then then you can sleep fine, and then yeah, and then just don't don't, don't drink too much free alcohol. Yeah. And then that kind of messes you up, you know. Yeah. And there's more about like when you get to the other side, how you deal with the, the you know the, the the jet lag. You know, that's pretty. 
Just, do, you, do you just force yourself to stay awake until it's bedtime and then yeah. reset yeah, yourself? Yeah, that's usually Absolutely. Always, it? Yeah. Just force yourself in. And that's why it's much better to be like playing and doing yeah. rehearsals and concerts from the beginning, you know. Just staying yeah, yeah, awake. Work, yeah, straight into the work and brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind but of works I mean, okay. I'm just thinking about 70 flights a year. Yeah. <laughs> I think, what's it, this year I've done... Four? <laughs> well, that feels like a lot, I expect, four, it? Yeah, I've done four, I think. Not, maybe not even four. Yeah, four, I think. So. Yeah, I think this year will be more, actually. I think this year's going to be... That's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you, do, you just get, it gets to be like getting on a bus. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. you know, you don't really think about it. And yeah, yeah. I used to be scared. Of, I used to get kind of nervous about any kind of turbulence. Now it's just... Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Um, side question. Obviously, you travel with your instrument. You yeah. know, you fight with your own sword all the time. You don't borrow other people's no. DNA you always yeah use your own that's it it's lots of getting involved in the trombone uh, have you got serious <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. have you got serious insurances or um, I probably should have <laughs> <laughs> or, or just a really nice hard case yeah 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 yeah, yeah a bit of both yeah probably yeah, so, yeah, do, you, yeah. Do, you, so do you check it in or do you take it take it out with you well that's a big problem at the moment actually it's a big theme because a lot a lot of um, you know for classical musicians who are travelling around a lot a lot of um, uh, airlines are getting really yeah. sort of difficult about it yeah. so I've had quite a few times now that I've had to check in underneath um, well, that's if you're a violin player and, and it's made out of wood and yeah no the violin well I mean that's crazy because they're worth I mean of course I don't want my instrument to be destroyed but it's, no, no, no. I can buy another one for about 8,000 euros exactly. but violinists in, in the orchestras where I play the violinists a lot of them are playing on million million yeah. euro instruments you know yeah. like strads and stuff like that I used to know a guy who played upright upright bass in an orchestra and his, yeah. he had a mortgage for his house yeah and a similar amount of money absolutely on, yeah. the, on the double bass I was totally like, it's crazy. It's crazy and we go like in our orchestra for the you know concert masters like the lead violinist you know, the guy who leads the first first violins and we give them when they get a job they, they get a, a strad given to them wow. yeah yeah like, loan to them it's worth two million oh, yeah. shit. I believe I believe I'm not so sure I don't know but... if I'd want to get an instrument worth no. two million I'd be I definitely want <laughs> no I, me neither I, I, can you imagine the stress carrying this thing around you if know? you went to my house you would see two bases scratching each other inside <laughs> a um, washing up basket really. <laughs> you know what I mean it's like I just don't look after my stuff at all because yeah. I've always seen them as tools uh, you know for tools of the trade yeah. you know what I mean and I've got some nice gear but still you know after a gig sometimes I just get that feeling where I just want it off my neck get off yeah, of course, I'm, done. Yeah. I'm done for the night cheers and that's where breakages happen but anyway it's like, <laughs> so yeah it's like chuck it across the just, but a million no, I mean, well, there's a guy I know. He's a he's, he plays an orchestra in Italy. He's a Russian guy, and because he's one of he's quite a well-known concertmaster. And they he he got to basically a very a couple of very famous um, uh, violins, you know, like Strads, right. which are in museums, yeah. but they have to be played every now and then because otherwise they die. You know, wow. they, they yeah. stop vibrating. Okay. So he tr he plays this is called Cremo, Cremonese or something, some special violin, and he it gets brought to his by a security detail gets brought to his apartment <laughs> in 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 Turin. And he's allowed to play it for like three hours, but under. Can you imagine? Yeah. And it's like he's surrounded by like like bodyguards and security guards, and he just and they let him play it for three hours, and he goes back to the museum. That would be like for me. That would be like some security guards going to Tesco's, getting four or five Battenbergs, bring them to my house every. I'd be I'd be heaven. Imagine. This thing's worth about ten million euros. Ten million. Something like that. Yeah, it's like one of the most famous violins ever. You know. So I mean, it is you know, it's that a trombonist, you know. As, as respected as he is, that would be a treat for him, wouldn't it? As well, that oh would, god, yeah, would love that. of he course, would, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. He yeah. loves it. I mean, goes without saying, yeah. 
But I mean, you see a lot of my mates, you know, if we'll go, because after a concert, you know, we'll go out to a bar or we kind of have some food and have, you know, it's a problem for them because they've got, yeah. they, they, they can't <laughs> let go, you know, they just have to yeah. handcuff themselves to, to yeah. these instruments, you know. Wow. It's crazy. That's mad money, isn't it? Yeah. Also, I, I thought, I don't know if you listened to it, I forwarded you an episode about talking about, about the Stradivarius Oh yeah, yeah, and I still haven't worked out what it is that made them sound so good. And then, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't actually read that, but yeah, I no, it's, you know, it's really we'll interesting. It, yeah. And they were debating whether actually it does it sound that good, or is it just the reputation and the name attached to it that mm. that gives, oh, it, that gives it the value rather than the actual like tonal qualities of the instrument. Don't yeah. say that because you love Nike. You love Nike. And they did. They did a really. Soon. I mean, expect to notice, but they did a really famous blind test where people listen to the yeah. violin, and actually the Strad didn't come out on top. Wow. Oh really? Yeah. In yeah. fact, one of the cheaper ones came out on top. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's funny enough because I, I watch a few videos on YouTube every now and again, and there was um, uh, talking bass guitars because we always do. Um, <laughs> Fourteen thousand pound Fodera, which is mm. quite a nice brand of bass, and a seventy-three quid Harley Benson. Oh, is this um, Scott um, Devine? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but and I think and they weren't that. Uh, yeah, there was definitely a difference. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You could yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But his playing technique is so. Good, but, but that's the point. He yeah. almost made both of them sound yeah. very similar. Well, how, and how do you, how do you attach a uh, how do you qualify the amount in price compared to sound? Exactly, that's it. it was, it's also about, it's also about how good you are. So it's often often a really good instrument is more difficult to play. Yeah. Often because it shows everything. So yes. uh, you know, I mean, that's certainly it's like that with my instrument. So if you're if you're if you it can often sound worse unless you're really really good. You know, because wow. the instrument kind of yeah you know. Kind of eats you alive, you know. It's just, <laughs> it's too. I don't know how it's on basis. It's but. a battle. You have to conquer the instrument. Yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, also, and also, the how exposed you are in. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if you think you are. I don't know, but I, I think when you listen to orchestral music, sometimes yeah. you're just. It sounds like you're out on a limb all the time. When I go and see Mark play, and play something, I'm like, yeah, I can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a leg. Yeah. That's him. It's like, <laughs> It's like I play on stage, I make 15 flubs a night, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, hopefully the guitarist cover that one, Wee, whatever. But like, yeah. in your music, nah, you don't want to be going there, do you? you, you, want, you <laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah, so, well, actually, because I, I go to a mental trainer, like, quite, to be sick, but just to sort of help with those aspects. Because, ah. you know, it is a thing, you know, yeah. and you've got, you've got to be doing it, like, until you retire. Ho- hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Some yeah. people don't manage it, but hopefully... You, you know, and then you, you need some, you know, sports people, they have like athletes have all the support they could ever yeah, need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, psychologists, physiotherapists. And yeah. we, we, you know, when we come out of college, you know, musicians, I mean, I don't know about you guys, if you have any kind of that support like that, but no, we certainly, you know. Absolutely no. not. We listen yeah. when Graham came in, he's talking to it and he's like, how many friends of his have committed suicide? And yeah. Through the de- yeah. Depression. The depression and, and the loneliness. And there's no preparation for it at all. You're just like exactly. better to be able to cope with it with no yeah. preparation at yeah. all. And that's why I think it's so it's so incredible, you know, because I luckily enough, for, luckily for me, I teach as well a lot, you know, in different, you know, these different universities in Germany, yeah. also in Spain, and I'm I'm always saying to students, you know, if you ever, it's totally fine. If you are having a problem, let me know, and I can put you in touch with the right people. And yeah, there there are people who do support out there, you know. Oh, that's important. But it's a lot of that's it is great. down to this. What you say, the kind of music where you are, you know, you're kind of exposed, and it can be a joy if you're feeling good. But yeah. if you're not feeling on top of your game, it can also be like exactly. yeah. one of the scariest places when to be. The worm can weed its way in, and yeah, and that can yeah, you can start exactly. sort of toppling yourself over indirectly, not meaning yeah. to. to we well, start trusting yourself, and then you're then it's a problem. And, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, you know. But it's, but it's also you know it's one of the things that the danger of it. We're also uh, you know I think all musicians we're also like uh, kind of adrenaline junkies. You yeah. know, so we you know. 
also when it's going really well and, and you're prepared to take risk and it's one of the most amazing feelings, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. It's, it's, it's really similar to an athlete because you train and train and rehearse and rehearse and you've got one opportunity to pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. It. Yeah. So it's a lot of pressure for like, I don't know, if you've got, if you've got a solo in a piece or something which lasts for maybe 30 seconds or something, it's a lot of pressure yeah. on those 30 seconds. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah, no, sometimes more because I mean, leave you a pole vault or something, you get three goes, don't you? I mean. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 I always think, oh, these guys, they're, they're yeah. how lucky they are. Jamie, <laughs> but we're in the wrong game. Arts, halfway point. Arts, halfway point. Arts, halfway point. So, so, ah, ooh, the point that is halfway. No, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to think about. It's no, actually, with our instruments too, I mean, not so much for me, but... You know, if you're playing something like a violin where they play like a thousands of notes per symphony, and they also it's the, it's the physical side. Yeah. You know? I mean, they, yeah. their bodies just kind of start caving in. You well, know? That's, it. that's what Haley said. Upper body athletes. Yeah. 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 Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah past episodes just oh, really? watched yeah. um, Side Run again. Watched um, Taylor Hawkins mm. on the Foo Fighters, and his um, drumming is the drummer for Foo Fighters, yeah. and he that must be super oh, physical, man, isn't it? That's I mean, a, yeah. they, do long, they do long sets. They play a long set, and he smashes it out. Like yeah. every, you know, what's the song? Um, Pretender, is it? Yeah. Doing the flams at the start of that song. Yeah. Every every hit's yeah. like a snare breaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, and he does that for. A that's that's where your. I mean, I imagine it's the same. That's where your technique is. That if you've got a really solid, good technique, that's it. That's when it shows because mm-hmm. you can keep you can keep doing you can do it. That up for it. Yeah. And if, if there's a problem with your technique, then at some point, you know, you something will start something hurting will, or. Will falter, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I've told this story before, but I had, um, there's a guy called Mike Mondesia who lives in London, who'd given me bass lessons before, and he's good friends with Rob Trujillo from Metallica. Oh, yeah. And Rob Trujillo came around his house, because Metallica were playing in London, he came around his house, and the person he brought with him was his personal sports massage. Person, oh, right, yeah. Who was there all the time, all the time, just to make sure that he's always loose and limber, he's not tense at all. Wow. And when they go off and do an instrument change, actually what they're really going off for is like someone just to creep in, like, give them a, a quick, quick. Yeah. yeah, sort their arms out, because yeah. they pay for like three hours, but they have to do it, I don't know, three, three or four times a week. Now, that, and that's also the difference, because when, when, when you, in, in that sort of, you know, set, of course you're on constantly, you're on all the time, all the time, mm. it's intense and long, isn't it? Whereas... You know, the symphony orchestra, they're not so long. The concerts uh, maybe be 45 minutes, yeah. an hour, and uh, each half, you know. Yeah. And then also, you know, for us, I mean, you've seen us do concerts, and you know, I mean, trombonists, you sit around quite a lot. There's a saying in the profession, you say there's a trombonist, you're either, you're either bored shitless or shit scared. <laughs> there's nothing in between, you know. Like, <laughs> and that, that's very true, you it's, know. I'm just thinking about moments. I'm thinking how I work in my mind, like, all right, so you you the song starts and you're on stage and you're waiting and you know your part's like whatever 80 bars in or whatever yeah. you know what I mean and you sat there and I'd start thinking about Snickers or <laughs> do you know what I mean or, yeah, and, and, then, and then all of a sudden I'd be like oh shit where are we and I'm like oh no and then I'm always thinking about dinner, always. (laughs) But like, obviously that's what the sheet music's for. You can kind of pick up where you are and sort of write, oh, I'm there, thank God. I know when to come in. Exactly. Now I remember one of the worst worst things that happened was, it was last uh, October and I I flew to China, but I'd lost my, I amazingly lost my parcel with the visa in it. So I couldn't fly on the day I was supposed to fly. I had to go to London, order a new visa and I had to fly and I flew in on the day of the concert. 
so I had terrible or a day before I think so I had terrible jet lag oh, and sat no. on the and we were doing um, Firebird Stravinsky Firebird the complete ballet and in that piece <clears throat> as a bass trombonist I don't play the first 35 minutes not a, not a note 35 minutes but you have to sit there on stage sit there and it was, I mean, I must have fallen asleep about five times every minute. <laughs> I was sitting there again. And so oh, you can see no. that the, the audience around, it's like, you know, late at night in the car. Yeah, you, keep like, you know you shouldn't. And of course in the car you can scream or something, but you can't do that on stage to keep yourself awake, you know. So I was sitting there going, oh, and I was desperate, you know, just kept, oh, kept falling off the seat. Imagine you fell off the seat. Yeah, just like five times every minute, you know. Or scream. Well, what's he doing? You know, like, I paid serious money to see you do that, honestly. Just halfway through this beautiful piece of music. You trying to keep awake just by going, And then falls off his chair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But there was a lot of that. There was a lot of screen, internal Inter- screaming. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there looking yeah. in my tails and looking very correct inside. <laughs> Horrible. Oh yeah. man, brilliant. Yeah, that's oh, you what you know. It's just um, no. It's it's a, it's. I was thinking of work today because I knew we were going to do this, and I'm thinking, yeah. what can I ask him and all that? And I try and think ahead and all this sort of stuff, and I was thinking, how I know what I know, and you, you know, do what you do, and I'm just I was wondering how similar they are, just similar. Like gigs, you know what I mean? How, yeah. You know, rock gigs compared to orchestral gigs. Is it essentially the same? Is it you rock up, sound check? Or is, think, or is the sound check that thing we hear at the very start where everyone sort of tunes? And oh, then, no, no, I think... Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of cro- there's a lot of stuff in common. Yeah. I mean, you know, particularly if you're on tour. So if you're on tour, you're generally, you're, you know, you get up in the morning, have breakfast, maybe chill for an hour or so, fly off somewhere or get on a bus or whatever. Yeah. And then you arrive at the... the have a quick lunch... Maybe you have a sound check for half an hour, yeah. and then it's a show, and that can that can continue for about. In our auction, we try and have one free day a week, yeah. but that can continue for sort of a couple yeah. of weeks. And that's that's basically it's very similar sort of yeah. setup, I think. You know, I mean, music is is music does all yeah. yeah that's, that's why musicians. I mean, certainly in in classical music, people do. There's quite a lot of alcohol. There's quite a lot of all sorts it's, of things yeah, going yeah. on well, that's it that's, that's, that's the next question how much rock and roll is there in yeah, the, yeah. In it's quite it's surprisingly a lot, a lot actually wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. people don't think you know they think we're all there in our, well, our tails and sort of looking right. correct on stage but all sorts of stuff goes on yeah the old yeah you can hear the night the timpani's on the bloody coke and you're like exactly well, <laughs> something goes <laughs> quite a lot faster and, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's really yeah. it's, it's quite it's quite amazing yeah no, yeah. it's it's the same old thing. It's the same as, you know, if you're on tour with a... It's just keeping up with the pace, isn't it? Yeah. You know, somehow... And also dealing with the monotony of actually... If it's... As, well, as someone was saying, you are saying, who was touring and the depression of it. I, you know, touch wood, I've never got had problem with that on tour. But definitely there's a sort of... There's quite a monotonous well, aspect it. to it, you know. It's just... I remember, yeah, just remembering going around Australia a bit and thinking... It's, it's, it is... Um, it does become a job, you know what I mean? You, mm. you, it's, you, but it's just a different venue each day, yeah. you know, different yeah. place. And sometimes you lose fact of the place that you're in Brisbane, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. You should get out and have a look at Brisbane. But no, you're, well, in, people you're, say in, the, to you you're like, in the venue just waiting around to do a sound Exactly, yeah. It's like, it's, it is. And it people is, think it's, it's glamorous and you say, oh, you know, it must be amazing to travel, you see all these places yeah. and actually you sort of cage you up and say, well, actually you don't, you don't see anything. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not always like that, but it can be, it can be like that, you know, that's something to sort of, you know, the yeah. traveling takes up a lot of time, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. not just the traveling; it's the it's the packing and yeah. traveling to the airport and sitting around and checking in. It's not like it's not like you spend all the time there. There's a lot yeah, of exactly. faff that happens in between. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. A, yeah lot so. of, a lot of sitting by rude, arrogant people on airplanes. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing. Yeah, or people yeah. who give you the classic jokes always, like you know, oh, was that a gun? You know, or something. You think, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one place you really should be talking yeah. about guns. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> as if you've never heard it before, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. So, which is, which is the most amazing concert hall you played in, do you reckon? Concert hall? Yeah, the actual the actual building. Um, I mean, well, the Abbey Hall is always special, I guess, isn't it? Well, yeah, the Abbey Hall is, a, yeah, just I find it just amazing because you think when it was built, it must have been like oh. mind blowing that place because yeah. it's already spectacular now, isn't it? Yeah. But, but I don't know, yeah, I mean, there's good halls all over, the great halls all over the world, you know, but I mean, yeah, in, in, in China, there's some amazing places being built now. There's a place in Taiwan, it's like the largest culture center in the world in oh, Taiwan. Right. And that's absolutely amazing. amazing. You played the Sydney Opera House? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just about, that's probably the one most people know, isn't it? Because yeah. it's got the keywords and <laughs> yeah. in the title. But is, is that, I've that's, stood on the steps, never been in. Yeah, no, so I mean, well, they're, well, they're actually, they're just totally rebuilding at the moment inside. Because, oh, yeah. you know, the, the console at the moment is just a box inside the building. The yeah. building's cavernous, you know, obviously. And it's just a box it's inside. Box so inside. They're, they're taking that away and they're, they're building something completely new. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, well, it's still a concert cool. hall. Yeah, it'll be a concert hall, but it'll be completely different sort of, because it's not actually that good. No, the concert that's, hall, that's you know. the other thing I've heard. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's, there's places all over, you know, if you go somewhere like, um, I don't know, uh, you know, there's the, the famous old ones like Vienna, you know, the music yeah. room where they do the New Year concert from every year. Yeah, that place is amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Well, where did good, I see but... you play in Vienna, which was like Beethoven's? When I came to Vienna and saw you play. What car? Oh, no, that was... Um, that was uh, that place. That was the, the Theater and the Wien, like the, Wien, the Vienna Theatre. Yeah. yeah, that was amazing. That's where he, that's right, yeah, exactly. I've forgotten you were there, yeah. We did Vodsec. Yeah, yeah, yeah so cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, cool. uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's one of the most interesting things for you. You get to see amazing buildings. Oh, yeah. It's really well, cool. Probably old. I mean, if Beethoven was there, that's at least yeah, yeah. 300 years old. Yeah, years I mean, old. all these yeah. places, some of them are really, you know, yeah, it's really, that's really that's interesting. That's crazy. It's the, they're, they're, that's, the, that's a huge name, Beethoven. And, and to have, like, I, I got a thrill from, we played in New York in this tiny little dive where the walls were painted matte black. In New York, and yeah. someone, someone told me, "Oh, Eggy Pop played here years ago," and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, but some they, of the clubs are amazing, the same, aren't they? You play yeah. the same stage as Bayonne, yeah. and that's that's, <laughs> that's huge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you. Yeah, I can't remember that. There's a few places I've been to recently, and uh, and um, and yeah, yeah. You know, it's where where, for example, where Marla, you know, conducted, or yeah, these these yeah. places come up. You know, where you, a, probably a lot of names I don't know to be honest. Yeah, but yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, sort of fa- famous yeah. composers and stuff, or yeah. relatively famous. You know, and it's quite yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, but um, that's the history of the music. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah, it's probably it's got the biggest history. Yeah, yeah, is it, is yeah, it? yeah. It definitely has. I, I guess so. Yeah. Classical music's got the biggest history, hasn't it? I guess Essentially, so. probably, in our go, culture, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Gregorian yeah. chants and stuff. Yeah, unless you go like, <laughs> and tribal drumming of Africa yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And, <laughs> and actually, but, like, I mean, a lot of mob music, like rock music and stuff, is actually it, it, there's a lot of crossover. It's yeah. just the sound is different, but you know, all the structures are quite similar. That's know? one thing that is really apparent. I think is actually the, the shape of the hall and the acoustics of the building is much more important in classical music. Yeah. So I think yeah. with amplification, you can just basically just turn it up until you, until you defeat the acoustics. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I bet. yeah. Because a lot, a lot of the places that work really well are sort of like quite dry, aren't they? And yeah. Because they, they don't really have an acoustic, so you can. So you know, what, what you makes want. a building like a room acoustically good? It's not just a square box because that's very reflective, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, although I mean, there's quite a debate about like you have the Toyota halls, which will be funny enough the new hall in London. They're going to build a new hall now. All right. Because when, when I was when I was away now, I met the the director of the Barbican Centre, and he was talking about this new hall they're going to build. 
Yeah. It's going to be a better like the uh, last Or is this an exclusive? Yeah, well, you know, my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Toyota hall, guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's a Toyota hall? Um, but it's like, a, well, he's an acoustician, like a Japanese guy. Yeah. But typically the halls are arena halls. So you have the, the, the washers in the middle and the seats all around. Oh, right. That's cool. Yeah. But like a boxing the match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like a modern take on, on a hall or some of that. Yeah. And then somewhere like where I play just now, Lucerne, is a shoebox hall, which is long, oblong. So some people like, well, yeah, there's a lot of kind of... Oh, but there's not definitely one is better than the other. No, no, no. There's a lot of, you, you know, scattering. You can't you know. calculate good acoustics. It's just, it's a matter of opinion. Well, they say, that you, they say you can, and then they say we've calculated this place to be amazing, and then you go and play there, and it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no names mentioned, but, you Opinions know. and preferences, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. So uh, the shape... Of an orchestra, you just did you just mention horseshoe yeah. shape? Is that it's like a horseshoe exactly? Is, yeah, yeah. Is, it, yeah. Yeah. is that standard? Or is that yeah. is that's developed over time? Because yeah, is, does that happen nowadays just because of how it has happened, or is it definitely the best way to do things? Um, well, it is because basically, basically, what you need to do is you need to be in a way somehow find a position that pretty much everyone's playing out projection, projecting out, yeah, right. and that everyone can see the conductor. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. hopefully no, you're not offending anyone too much with the amount of noise you're making hopefully <laughs> most of the time so that, that basically there are not that many different solutions to that you know so a lot of people might say that basically the, the conductors are like a human metronome just waving their stick and everyone and all the musicians follow their stick just to stay in time but actually there's a lot that's, more that's to it totally not the case there's a lot more to it than that yeah. isn't there and that, that's, that's, all, that's probably one of the most common questions you get asked is yeah, what, was... what does a conductor do <laughs> you know <laughs> And, if, and why are they there? And why do they earn so much money? <laughs> and why are they earn, Well, that's a, that, they, I don't know the earn, answer to that. Yeah, yeah. They're on good coin, are they? Or? Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, compared to us, ridiculously more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We do all right. We do okay. I mean, you can live, but, but, so, but they're, they're kind of You don't of live in your Ferrari. Off. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I'm just curious. So they, they've obviously got a great knowledge of music, classical music, and they obviously play a few instruments themselves and all that sort of stuff. And... Or do they? Not necessarily. Well, they, they most just, of them will play piano. And are they just probably... great movers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, some of them, not always, actually. But um, no, I mean, it's really, it, I think basically in the end, the, 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 the crux of the match is that they have to get like 90 people to all play in the same way. Yeah. Which that, is their way, because yes, because you might hear Beethoven's fifth five different times. Exactly. Each time, and it's the conductor that defines that. Is that yeah, right? and the, yeah. The, yeah, the tempos are different and it's, it's a subjective thing. So, um, and you have to have the charisma because if you don't have charisma or you can't communicate, then the, 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 the musicians will just do what can, they want. And you can lose the orchestra, can't you? And totally. Those guys are wanker, I'm not going to undertake totally. and do what I want. I mean, in a really, in a really good orchestra, <laughs> not in a, in a bad orchestra, they're there to, to, to beat time, it's true. Yeah. But in a good orchestra, I mean, uh, I heard this from a friend of mine who plays in, um, in Berlin, the Philharmonic, you know, he said basically they have a house version and if the, if the conductor, they'll give them about like a movement uh, at the beginning of one rehearsal or something and if they decided that oh this guy's waste of space they just they just click onto their own version just basically ignore them you know wow. and I, I remember we were conduct I won't mention the name of the conductor actually yeah. he's a very nice man but uh, <laughs> which is unusual for conductors but he um, and he was conducting us and it was so funny because we had decided on this occasion to do our basically to follow the concert master lead violin and just to sort of bypass him and he stopped in the general rehearsal he said ladies and gentlemen I sometimes have the impression you're not all watching me you know, we were like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just doing our own thing yeah. See, that's good that's the rebellious thing again. Yeah. I, like it. I like this, this is yeah. good. An, or an orchestra will I mean basically and it sounds awful but when a conductor walks in the morning on the first rehearsal oh, it'll be on a, on a Monday morning 
probably 90% of, well, me and my colleagues, 90% of us have already decided before he even brings down the baton if he's any good or not. Oh, wow. Just the way he presents yeah. himself. because you can yeah. tell by the body language. Wow. And it's all about that. You can it's, smell it's, it's all about arrogance <laughs> is not nice or, you know, or confidence. Yeah, or, or confidence is charisma. Line, the humility. The humility. We don't mind someone who's, a, I mean, someone can be a bastard if they're, if they're actually quite yeah, good. good yeah. Then you'll, you'll put up with it, you know. But, uh, you know, so yeah, you decide very, very quickly and occasionally... Uh, we've is been it, wrong, but not very often. Yeah. And is it, and they have they? Is it part of their job description to tell you off like teacher? If is that well, not these is? days, but some still do. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> <seems to> be, <laughs> I was just saying, it's hard getting told off when you're an adult, isn't it? It's like I mean, it seems to be sort of old school now. But yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. there are some around still who are really. There's a couple of cases at the moment of mobbing and stuff like that of, of very very famous <laughs> names who are sort of being you know, wow. yeah. And you, I mean, you see some of them, they, they really, you know, they, they, they dismantle people. It's incredible. Uh, I've seen it happen. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah it's so that's the sort of the downside of our profession in yeah. a way is, you know, yeah, is these, these sorts of, these psychopaths. Tell, tell me about the, um, I can't say Some of them. Tell me about the, the, the Venezuelan chap. Dude, Dude, Mel. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean. An interesting we, story, isn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a guy because we just played with this guy I and mean, he's doing quite a lot with our orchestra the, to, at the moment. He's, he's from Venezuela. So he's a uh, he's um he's principal conductor in the Los Angeles Philharmonic. Okay. You know, it's quite a big. He's basically the if you can have a rock star conductor, then he's probably the one at the he's moment. Right. He's about thirty seven, which is relatively young, yeah, very yeah. young actually for a conductor. And he's married. Uh, his wife is this beautiful Hollywood Spanish actress, and you know he's living the dream. And and but he's you know he's actually wonderful. He came and conducted us, and he's got tremendous charisma. Yeah. Great musician. We all, we all absolutely, you know, love yeah, him to bits. Great. Fantastic guy. And he's got an amazing story because he came from one of the barrios. You know, he came through this thing called El Sistema. It's like a national musical education system okay. in, in Venezuela. And the idea was that all kids, no matter how poor, get a chance. could learn instrument yeah, and, and get the highest level of, of tuition. Brilliant. And he's came through that. He's from a very it's normal yeah. area and he's this world-famous conductor now, yeah. That's fantastic. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. He's an Man, interesting guy. It's just not something. I don't know. I don't know how many people think about. I'm going to be a conductor. I'm going to be, or you know what I mean. Or yeah. it's mad, isn't it? It blows my mind. Blows there are a few. Mind. There are a few, but not many. Usually, people sort of realise like later on. But it's um, it's so he bizarre. Wants it, he wants to do it from the start. Do you think that's where? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he was a violinist, but yeah, I think very much. It's like my my a friend of mine, a guy called Daniel Harding, who's also kind of quite high profile conductor these days and he decided I mean <clears throat> he was at school as a trumpet player like at Cheatham's this music school special music yeah, school yeah. in Manchester but he, he decided already at 12 or 13 he sort of rocked up to Simon Rattle and sort of asked him <laughs> for lessons and he was so shocked he said yes and the funny thing is now he's, t- he's, he's, he's flying he's, uh, he's, he's just got his flying licence which is amazing but, is, that, yeah. is that something you'd move into? Um, is, that, is that how your mind works sort of thing or? well I've, I've thought about it and I've had a few lessons but I, you just have to be first of all it's very solitary because no, no musician will socialise with you in a, oh, in a regular right. way is that right yeah. why is that because you're the boss. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you can you you know so and often, and often yeah. there's a there's a line there because because it is really intimidating. You can imagine to be stood on the podium in front of eighty or ninety yeah. people who most of them think you're probably not a very nice bloke yeah. or woman. Then it can be you know it's not perfect for sort of having a good social life. You know, 
So that's there's that wow, side. Yeah. And then you have I to just, that. you know, you just have to be quite ruthless, you know. Yeah. Think, but you know, but not all of them. There are some. There, you know, there, there's yeah. occasional exception. Yeah, like everything. Yeah. yeah. So when you so when you do a, when you do a concert and you're all out having a nice meal, having a couple of drinks, the conductor's not there. He's <laughs> rarely. He's got a name. Yeah. The hotel. Yeah. Study scores. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or gone out with sponsors, or I mean, occasionally. Oh, or doing the corporate. Yeah, yeah, but we've had a few. I mean, but some like this guy, for example, I was talking about from Venezuela. He he doesn't won't come out for a meal or something like that. You know, he wouldn't. No, unless it's with a special, like with the board of the orchestra yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's the weird thing. We I don't think that exists really in your world, does it? Like in the rock, where you don't have this sort of difference of status and hierarchy, do you? I mean, well, I don't, I don't know. You get. You can imagine. You can imagine like the singer-songwriter of a band being about themselves and yeah you get you get personalities yeah. you know and I don't know I just, <coughs> I just think it's nice to be nice isn't it and trying yeah. to be nice to everyone but yeah. you're going to come across people who just ain't nice and then, yeah and, yeah and that's just the way it is it's, you know you meet you meet loads of people I always used to struggle oh man it's so bad I used to struggle we used to play with so many other bands yeah, yeah. and um and I remember saying to one band um uh I'm saying something like, "Oh, that was amazing! It's the first time I've seen you guys," and you come back straight away with, "No, you saw us about four months ago. We supported you then too." I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, but it was just it starts blurring, doesn't it? When you play a lot of show, you know, I'm going back 20 years now, or 15 years, whatever. But it's you know, it's like, "Whoa!" You do you do accumulate people you know as well, or who know you. I mean, it sounds a bit wanky, but it's true. No, but it's true. Yeah, and. And, and it happens to me now sometimes I'll be and people come up and they're, they're oh hi you know, yeah, it's so like, great to see you man and, and I get that a lot I as a don't teacher. know who they are yeah. Yeah. Like, it's more a teaching someone, thing I'm yeah, like yeah. someone age 8 and they come up to me age 16 and I just don't they're completely <laughs> completely changed <laughs> they've, they've doubled their age yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly I get that a lot in secondary school I'm, I just haven't you say hello to me I have yeah. no idea <laughs> yeah that's right, exactly and they're talking to you in a really familiar way yeah. like they, they, they really know you well yeah, yeah. and you just you have yeah. to sort of, well, I, you just try and wing it, you know. <laughs> hey, you don't put your foot in it. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, just, yeah I'm, good, I'm good at that. <laughs> uh, there's something else I want to talk about as well, though. Yep. Because, um, because you... I've had the benefit of Mark's, like, experience of being a musician and being in groups and stuff since I was starting playing instrument and growing up and I often ask you for advice and bits and pieces, don't I? Yeah. And one, one thing that... Um, is obvious to me is in the orchestral world and orchestral orchestral world because I've had one and a half beers and the classical <laughs> world um, the politics I mean there's there's a similar amount of politics between classical music and rock music but actually in classical music there seems to be a more definite procedure about how to sort things out like for oh. example using depths okay one one pro, one thing that always causes bands to have issues is when um, the guitarist or the bassist or the singer can't make a gig and the mm. band's like, oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? We've got to find someone. Oh my God, who do we find? We've got to audition. Oh, oh my yeah. God, how do you do this? But actually when, I mean, because you spend, you, well, you're, you're kind of full-time orchestra is the one in Grand Canary, isn't it? But you don't yeah. spend the whole year in Grand Canary. You spend a lot of time with the Marla Chamber Orchestra or the Sound Festival Orchestra. Yeah. Playing. So what's the process you go through to assign someone else to do the job that you're not doing when you're, when you're off somewhere? Well, it depends very much on, the, on, on where you are. So um, obviously, you know, I work across, you know, in different countries and every every country has a little bit of its own variation on the system but um you know for example in the orchestra where i play at home then we'll do generally in spain you do an audition for what they call a, a pool and then they have to call people from the pool 
So it's totally institutionalized. And then it's very simple because if you're ill or you're not able to make a show, I mean, well, you, you have to be ill. Otherwise, if you're on contract, then you have to play. Yeah. You know? um, then um, this is the list of people they work their way their, their, their way through. And we've ranked them as a section or together with the orchestra, together with the uh, conductor. And then it's very clear. And that takes all the emotion out. The idea is to take the emotion out of it, make it totally pragmatic. Yeah. So there's a system and, and no one can argue. They say, okay, this person... This musician was number one yep. in the pool, so we call them first. This person yeah. was number two. Now, actually, I don't think it works very well in practice, that system. So what we do in the other ensembles where I play is it's just about it's about who you know. You know, you have one person, a fixer in the orchestra, someone who calls, or, or each in our orchestra, for example, is one person every group calls, uh, which happens to be me in my, in my section. And it's just about we have little conferences every every project and we discuss how people have performed and who we'd like to get in who's played really well recently mm. who we love to play with and it's very democratic it's all very know. open and absolutely it has no, to be like yeah. that because otherwise exactly as Aiden just said you get all sorts of you know turbulences and politics and intrigues going Back, on backstabbers yeah how, yeah how, how does that normally happen in a band then do you reckon Carl it's quite the band the rock process I don't know I'm, I'm, I feel a bit out of it nowadays because you know, <laughs> I haven't been in a band for a couple of three years now sort of thing well Caroline's we did two gigs yep we've done two gigs we were alright in the last but, two um, years. I've depped for I think I've depped for you once yeah that's right which yeah. was very pleasant you went and did a did a stint on uh, cruise ships mm-hmm. and I jumped in and played some songs which was good fun I really enjoy it you dep a lot yeah so you'd probably be a better man to talk about it. I know you Davy Jones. Davy Jones Locker, yeah. Yeah, you, don't, you know, you do okay, some so, stuff for them. And a band called Hissy Fit recently. Hissy Fit, that's great. And then, yeah. Like, I don't know, I think it's, for me, if I had a band, say I was a guitarist and a singer, like, you know, whatever, and I needed a, I needed a bass player, it's definitely who you know, again, like, I'd, I'd go yourself every day of the week, you know, because I'm not, of your broad wide skills whatever you know what I mean and, and you've painted yourself as that sort of bloke who can do that so which is cool but yeah I don't know quite often it's like oh I can't get the gig but don't worry my mate, my mate can do it we'll be cool and then the rest of the band have never you might get rehearsal if you're lucky with this person but you're completely under the, the trust you, of the so you don't you don't have sorry to, so you don't have like a typically it wouldn't be discussed in an open transparent way in the band it would just be typically someone who's suggested by the person in question. Well, okay, well, what normally happens is there's a gig in two weeks and say, I don't know, this person has got something come up which means they can't possibly make the gig. Then yeah. the, the first step is three days of panic from the band members <laughs> thinking about whether they can actually make the gig or whether they're going to actually pull out the gig and no one wants to pull out the gig. And then after that, then most band discussions because there's nothing structured or like you just described, mm. there's nothing structured there. Band discussions can take days and days and days just to get stuff sorted. So then there goes another four or five days where someone works out, okay, we're going to get a depth, who should we have? And then by the time they decide who they're going to get, which is normally, oh, I know someone, I met someone 15 years ago in a pub that plays a guitar, let's get him in. Yeah. And then you have like a rehearsal the day before, you yeah. realise it's not really good enough, and then you, then you struggle through the gig, and everyone's pissed off and despondent about the gig because it went badly because this guy who they got in, or girl who they got in, yeah. just clearly wasn't up to the job. They give you 25 songs, and you learn them, and then they play them in a different key on the night. <laughs> yeah, oh all the time. Oh, yeah, like, oh, what? What? They, do, what? they do the live version yeah. or they do the album version. Yeah, and you're like, what? 
in the tr your mind transpositions going mental, thinking, yeah. oh, God, we're playing this, we've got to transpose it all up, and you're like, ah, which I'm not very good so at. So you, do, you, you don't have, like, an agency that do, because you know, classical not. music, we can, you know, you know <laughs> how we got, We've got a crap website called Join My Band. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah. highly professional. <laughs> Because, you, know, you know, in the orchestra world, like particularly in, in the UK, they're, they're what they call a diary service. So there's three in London, and they have a ton of musicians listed. Oh, wow. And then a fixer will go and say, well, okay, someone can't come or has decided to take that, that off or whatever, which you can do in London. And they'll, they'll go to the diary and say, okay, I need someone for this patch. Who's free? And then they'll say, oh, I've got this person. How do they know that, that person's up to the, up to the top? Uh, because, well, then generally it'll be a list of about four or five people. And then you could usually, the, the CV's online. Yeah. And, uh, or if there's in case of doubt, they might ask the, someone, like the section, what they think. Yeah. You know, so it's quite, but it, it has to be structured because we can't pull out of gigs. No. You know? I mean, if you've got an orchestra, which you're talking about, you know, to fix my orchestra, for example, it's a minimum of 60 or 70,000 for one concert. So I mean, when you're talking about those sorts of amounts of money, That's plus money. plus the conductor, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. pull out, it can sink the orchestra. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's a little bit more. You know, it's different. Well, you, you mentioned Wait. you mentioned mm. the word contract earlier on. Yeah, you're contracted to yeah. play the shows. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of different. You know, I haven't been in a sort of band big enough to acquire that sort of vibe yet. You know what I mean? So. But yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, you, you, and it has to be like that in a way because if you can imagine, it would also be chaos if you've got eighty people who if someone just suddenly says, "Well, God, oh, actually, I've got something better on, I, or I, there's football on, or I, you know, I don't fancy it," you know, <laughs> which is like a, know. which is like a rock band, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't rehearse tonight, lads. The, the, the baby's sick or whatever. You know, the I mean, fun of Love Island. Sorry. Yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm going. I'm, yeah, I'm off to see Muse. I went, what? I always said that when I was young. I'd rather play a gig than see a gig. Yeah. I always said that yeah. to myself. And I've missed out on some choice gigs. I've missed out on some big, big shows from some of my favourite Yeah, but anyone bands. can do yeah. a show. I mean, you, you, study, you, you practice and study to be able to, be able to perform. So. That's it. That's it. Do you ever position. do, purely out of interest, do you ever have a system, if you've got people studying, do you ever do like a, a side-by-side? So in a really slick, like really together band who mm. does a lot of gigs... Would you occasionally give the opportunity to someone who's studying, who knows really good and really promising, to maybe kind of sit? Not obviously they can't perform on stage, but to be involved somehow, like to see how how yeah. the band works. Well, that's just not really there's an option. Some examples because we do that, you know. Too, I think there's too much ego. To be honest, I don't think your typical guitarist would let another person just kind of sit in because because for example, in a pit, someone can sit in and you, and you just yeah. sit next to the person and just watch them play. Yeah. You could let someone stand at the side of the stage, but there's still that always that undercurrent of all oh, yeah, they're after my job done and get too close because they might they might steal the tap from underneath me. Yeah. yeah. I mean even when even if um, a bass player is doing a depth job and they have to take the place of, of a, another bass player, the very best they could expect, even with the big bands, probably is a live recording. Yeah. But probably that. I mean, it's, it's very rare that they, they go and actually listen to it and stand and stand on the side of the stage and watch someone do it. You just have to sit at home in your hotel room or in your bedroom and just listen to a live recording, just learning parts and just turn up and do it. All right. Okay. Because it interests me. I'm very curious about how actually the path for a rock musician. How do you how do you get better? Is there is it very clear? Because for us, it's very clear. You know how to get. You know, one one ensemble is this. You know, quite good, and the next one will be better. And it's very clear how you progress. Yeah. I wonder I, I, there is that a progression so clear, there's yeah. a progression of, of shitty pub band <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. shitty wedding band into a better wedding band into like 
And then, and then it's exactly like we said at the beginning, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You know. Hopefully yeah, that's the same everywhere. Anyway. Hopefully there's someone in a band who needs and needs a bass player or a guitarist and they see you on stage like, oh, you're the guy. What are you doing like a week Tuesday because yeah. we've got this gig, we need someone to do it. And then that's how you do it. But there's no, there's no structure to it at all. And there's no obvious, there's no obvious pathway, like career pathway. It's just, no. I mean, the people who are in the most amazing bands like Coldplay or, or oh. Muse or whatever are not the most amazing musicians in the world. No. Yeah. It's just, it's just they happen to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got bands out there who worked their asses off, you know, and gigged and gigged and gigged mm. and did some incredible, wrote some incredible music. There's a band called The Beyond and they were, they got fairly big. They got on, I think, I can't remember what record label they got on, one of the big metal ones in England, Earache maybe or something like that. And, um, but they did really well with it, but they, they should have been massive in my eyes because they were yeah. amazing and they were awesome. But nah, it didn't quite just, work for nah, them somehow. Just, I don't know. They just, you know, they just uh, they had all they were firing on all cylinders, but just not. I think they were possibly too early. They were a bit too progressive, a bit too early. Yeah, they were doing lots of time and signatures and all that prior to, you know, the bands that are known for doing big time and signatures nowadays, sort of thing. And, right, uh, it's a shame. And they just did a reunion gig last year, actually, and it was amazing to see them. Wow. 20 years on. Is that in Derby or something? Is that it was in Derby, I went up to Derby, yeah. yeah and, it was amazing. <laughs> and do you know what? They, they didn't miss a beat. It was amazing. 20 yeah. years on. So it's still a really the, slick group. Yeah. And he, the singer had actually become the mayor of Derby. Really? In, really? in his yeah. uh, 20 years absence from music. And, um, and he was doing it as a charity thing. So they've got, they, they got a lot of gigs there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. But yeah. he, they should have made it. You know, they should have been there. Yeah. But they didn't. And the guys from Coldplay did. I don't know what the... I don't know how that happens, but just, that's just how it happens, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame, but um, no, there's lots to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, oh. have, let's have a listen to some of your yeah, points, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go on then. Uh, so we, 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 we um, spoke about this earlier, and you said, oh, there's, you, a recording you suggested, so there's one from one of the best gigs you've ever done. Which is rather lucky. So, yeah. so describe the gig. So what, what made it so is that, is that, That's quite... That's nice, isn't it? When you one of the best shows you've ever done has been captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Outside, yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Nice. Yeah, quite. You're very lucky, actually, because yeah, <laughs> normally they, you know, they you play them and they're gone. You know, <laughs> but um, no, this was um, this was this is the one of the orchestras I mentioned, where I've been a member now for about seventeen years, I think, uh, Lucerne Festival Orchestra. And this was an orchestra that was sort of <clears throat> built up, especially by you can see his photo there by this conductor who's now passed away, Claudio Claudio Bardo. It's like a supergroup, is it? Basically, yeah. So it's a good chorus. Apparently, yeah, yeah. The audio slaver. Basically, he just got he got my my orchestras together. We were like the the Marla Shane orchestra, like we were the centre, and then he invited all these sort of stars in from the classical world and made this you know this orchestra. And and this was the first year we did it. it was two thousand three, and it was just amazing. And it's always I just came from there now. It's always a really nice thing to do. Yeah. But this was amazing. Because it was the first year. No one knew what was going to happen. He'd actually recently been really ill and almost died. But hadn't so he was kind of came back from the dead and it was just this incredible you know incredible atmosphere and this is the 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 second program we played with them in the first year which is Marla 2 which is a big you know big big symphony massive forces and it's uh, so Marla symphonies are particularly big aren't they yeah usually very particularly kind of complex and large scale and so it was a it was a, and it was all over all over the place you know people were really kind of you know freaking out about it because it was just very special yeah. sort of occasion, you know. That's great. So yeah, and it happens. Luckily, there happens to be a, a CD of it. So, it's, so it's what, nice. what do people type in? If they 
Because I'm sure they'll, they'll hear this extract, so they want to hear more of this. What do you type into? Because you can't just type in Marla 2, can you? No, you have to put, um, if you put Marla 2 and then um, Claudio Abado or Lucerne, Lucerne so Festival. L U C E R N E. Exactly. And actually, the same works for Spotify. There's also, uh, sorry, for, uh, for YouTube, there's also a video. Oh, right. It's on, it's the whole symphony is on YouTube too. So uh, you can profe- watch it. Professional filmed? Yeah. So it's a DVD of it. It's actually all, it's all on, on I'll YouTube. Put a link in, I'll put a link so, in the podcast. Yeah, yeah cool. do that for sure. But yeah, a bit of a plug. But, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was an amazing, amazing evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Brilliant. Um, so which, which bit shall I play? Let's do it. Let's well, do I suppose you could put, um, yeah, but maybe just put the very, just the beginning of the, the last movement. It just okay. isn't quite sort of dramatic. All right. So, so this is, by the things, it's CD2, track number four. Uh, movement number five. Yeah. Shall I stick on? Okay, yeah, yeah go for it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, kind of calms down from there on. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so far beyond my comprehension of me. No, no, that sounds I'm not belittling myself at all, but it's so, it's such a massive thing, such an enormous thing, orchestral music for me. It's like, it's massive. It, I can't. You should come to it. I'll bring it next time. I'll bring it. I want to feel. That just sounds like if you sat in a seat and that lot's in front of you, it sounds like it's going to blow your hair back. It just sounds like. It's like. Is, yeah. This must be some severe volume. Yeah. Are you, are you when you play a concert, that particular concert, oh, it was yeah. mic'd up for recording. Yeah. They, yeah. I don't know how they do that. They use air. Yeah, they'll, they'll have mics which are sort of suspended on wires and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But then that sounds not pumped through a PA for the no, audience. No, no, no. no it's no, just no. the sheer audience. And when, totally when, and when they're singers, they don't amplify the singers either. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's what blew that's me away. That's a wild thing. Time. And it's, yeah. I bet it's loud. I mean, yeah. people talk about people say Mariah Carey has a good singer technique, but she couldn't sing over an orchestra like that. No, no way. <laughs> yeah. No way. That sounds like. Oh no! I mean, there's one. I mean, it's not. It's not on Spotify. But that same year, we did a a Wagner like an excerpt with a guy called Bryn Terfel. He's got a famous sort of oh, yeah. Welsh, you know, baritone bass person. And I mean, that guy. He has the power. I once had the misfortune to sit in front of him. <laughs> You know, and it's just like yeah, I'm out, I had tinnitus for yeah, like two weeks uh, after. Yeah, the rainy, rainy. <laughs> it's unbelievable, you know, and That's just it. with no no assistance whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's 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 just Another, technique, you know. It is. It's great. I, I'm a I'm a I love volume. <laughs> like I have to like okay sixth time I mentioned it the new two album. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't listen to it. It got sent to my phone. I couldn't listen to it on my phone. No. I just couldn't do it. The tinny little tiny speakers couldn't do it. I got a pretty decent stereo in my van, so I waited all day, patient boy, <laughs> got in the van and just cranked it. And yeah. just because that's what I need. It's the same with flood the stage with piano. I need, I don't know if I'm going to be deaf when I'm older, but I just, I think volume is power, and that, that sounded like power yeah. to me, you know what I mean? That's, and the funny thing is about when, and yeah, you probably remember this from when you played trombone, Aiden, but um, when, you, when you blow really loud they have a thing called it's called the occlusion effect and it kind of closes your ears oh does it so when you play really loud you don't really hear oh. like how loud everything is it's quite yeah. weird yeah. Uh, when, when, you, when you look at a digital clock the numbers wobble yeah yeah it's great or a TV <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. nothing else wobbles it's just that because you're yeah. 
It's 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 like, is that an, on t- an internal thing? With it's because your, your brain's like, your lit. brain's like, yeah. 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 Shaking your brain around, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong, wrong music. It's crazy shit. And yeah. when, you, when you play a pedal note, yeah, you, the, 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 it sort of does. Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The vibrations amazing. go through you and yeah, yeah. weird things that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it um, the technique of, uh, what's it called? The, is it the bell? No, what's it called? The bit you're blowing? Uh, the mouthpiece. The mouthpiece, there you go. That would be... What am I blowing in? Thank bells. You. The bell's the other end. <laughs> yeah, don't blow in that the end. end. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that, is it like a trumpet? Everyone's had a crack on a trumpet. Yeah. Same technique? Yeah. Trombone? Yeah. Totally the same. Yeah. Just it's a bit, you know, there's a bit more space and a bit bit slower vibration in. But say, yeah, it's exactly the same. Same yeah. shit. Just came from a shell, you know, like people used to blow into a shell. Oh, this didgeridoo, I suppose. Whatever, same yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, um, yeah, so it's really, it's amazing feeling because it's actually your body that vibrates, you know. It's not like a you know, violin, the string vibrates, you know, maybe a reed. But with us, it's actually, yeah. it's like singing, you know. It's yeah. actually your body, yeah. Amazing. It's quite cool. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you should definitely, yeah, you should definitely come along and come no, along I'd sometime. Like to, I'd like to, because yeah. I'm, I'm never... Find a good programme. I think, I think the problem is that a lot of people get intimidated by classical music. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. It's a pol- it's, it's like jazz. I think jazz music lives it, in the same world. It's, people pol- like, it's polarizing. People are like I don't understand that. It's not for me. I'm no. I, th- I think jazz is more esoteric actually in a so? way. Yeah, but maybe it's just because I'm so familiar with classical music. I don't know. But yeah, maybe. I'm I mean, you've sure. been to so many concerts now, haven't you? I mean, yeah, Aiden, you've been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think the thing that puts that makes people slightly intimidated about classical music is the is the length of the movements. Yeah. But but until you until you sit there and listen to it and you try it, you, re- you just realise it's like. Yeah. It's, it's like. I don't know. I'm working for university in Brighton at the moment, and I did a little module on pop music, and I explained how back in the 1700s, 1800s, classical music was actually the pop music of the day, mm. wasn't it? And that's what they had to mm, listen to. And, yeah. and back then, they weren't intimidated by it. They weren't, you know, it was just they went out because it was just a way of life. Yeah. But but it's kind of like it's kind of like pushed to the side a little bit now because yeah. people would just rather listen to easy, unchallenging stuff on Radio One. And also, the part yeah. of the problem is, is it's the attitude around it. So if you go to a concert hall and we wear our tails, which I don't particularly enjoy, but we have to a lot of the time, and then all the audience come and they're very posh oh, yes. and, and the whole thing's it's just bullshit. You would know you, what I mean? It's, would, you, it really, would you be looked down upon if you rocked up in a t-shirt and jeans and to enjoy the show or...? Uh, no, not no, really. I've, I've not, done that a few times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, unless you go maybe to the opening night of Luton Festival. But, but then, you know, the, the tickets are 300 euros each, yeah, okay, so yeah. it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's but, nice, but, nice yeah. to make an effort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, for a regular concert, no. And I, I go to, I mean, I go to concerts kind of practically dressed the way I am now, which is not very, not very formal. So, I mean, it's this, um, yeah. And, I, you know, I think, you know, when, when, when Mozart was writing opera, they were like the... And people always say, oh, I love musicals and stuff like that. And I say to them, well, you know, but they can't bear opera. Yeah. I say, well, opera is just a musical, but with much better music. Yeah. yeah. Like, like <laughs> really, like something like Puccini, it's just like the most amazing music. But people don't, people don't think about the quality, it's, it's, the, it's the initial... It's the initial concept of it that people have yeah, issues with. Exactly, they, think opera. It's, getting, ooh, it's getting past the barriers to actually yeah. sit down and listen to it. And of course, the stories are really, they're, they're just like musicals. They're mm-hmm. really sort of, you know, kind of often... Yeah. Really gritty, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. one you came to see in Vienna. That's it's a real. One, yeah. There's a lot of uh, you know, sort of heavy. How long were we talking? Like, uh, like what we just heard there. Yeah. How long is that particular? Well, that movement? that movement's thirty five minutes, but the symphony in total is about one hour twenty, something yeah. like that. But actually, it. it it flies well. Yeah, it flies by for me. That's because I'm playing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, a, lot, a lot of people are conditioned to three and a half minutes. Well, that's it. it yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Any Sam Golding, aren't they? It's a day if I miss to sound like a long time. Yeah. You know, and, and most, if you listen to, that's actually one thing I've noticed. Well, everyone probably notices that pop music's changed. Obviously, nowadays, pop music has a vocal from start to end. There's no musical interludes anymore. There's no, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? There's no solos, there's no breaks, there's no. You know what I mean? Okay, maybe like if you go like dubstep, they like to they like their breakdowns and all that sort of stuff. But it's a lot. It's just vocal based. Everything's vocal yeah. based yeah. nowadays yeah. on the radio, which is I don't know. It's all sounds, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. You got even you go pop music back to seventies, and there was a bit more musicality to it. I think you know, but yeah, yeah and changing texture and stuff like that, and that's what you know. If you listen to a to a symphony like that, there'll be an awful lot of different ch- change of color and texture, yeah. and you know, it's a real kind of journey. Well, that's but, much like Tool. Kind of great. There. I'm getting Number close six. now. It's because, it's, it's because of the format. I mean, when, you, when you're streaming something, it's so easy just to click next. Yeah. That there's not a vocal within the first three seconds that gets you hooked yeah. into it. You have to sit through 10 seconds of introduction. Most people have clicked next by then. Because yeah, they're just sad. Like, oh, yeah. I, 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 love, I love the way stuff's allowed. You know, give, some, give a song time. Give it a riff time to develop. You know what I mean? And, you know, yeah. Just, and I suppose, yeah. No, I mean that's the thing about music, is it? And the new music is just—it's just, it's just uh, emotion, isn't it? So um, it doesn't have to be one. You know, you can, you can, it can be a complex thing. It can that's develop, it. and it's it it. its really cool. Then, it's funny. You know? That's the book I'm reading at the moment. How the difference between emotions and feelings, and how they're very different. And how mm. you know, and emotions are multiple things clasped together, and then it's not just you don't just have one no. emotion. You know what I mean? It's like it's amazing, and it's all. Based, it's a, it's a guy who's spent his life studying chimpanzees. Oh right, huh. and how he's uh, transposing them onto how close, you know, how close they are to adults and all this sort of humans, sorry, and mm-hmm. but how different they are to humans and all this sort of stuff, and how it's almost like humans are dark and <laughs> nasty, <laughs> and even though people call, you know, oh, you're an animal, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, uh-huh. well, no, actually. You're a human. An animal wouldn't is, do that. Which is yeah, worse which than is an worse, animal, yeah. because an animal wouldn't do that. And, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we've been going for about an hour and a half, unbelievably. Blimey. Wow. That's Amazing. It's interesting, and I'm blown away. I love it. <laughs> I've, no, I've noticed in this podcast that if you go any longer than an hour and a half, I have to reduce the bit rate. Oh, oh really? To, to be able to fit it to under 160 megabytes. Um, oh, wow. So, so um, unless you so want to go all low res. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never tried that before. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a pleasure to have you. It's been absolutely likewise. Oh, it's really been cool. Thank you. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you for flying to England, especially for this. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've completely blown our budget. <laughs> yeah. The no. contract, you know, I'll be sending it. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Invoices later. Invoices exactly, later. Exactly. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice one. Alright, so... Closing song? Closing song, are you ready, Carl? Could it... Uh, I'm going to do it in an Italian manner. <laughs> Opera? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice! That sounds like a Muse song. <laughs> okay, you ready? Alright, bust in. Literally not Italian. <laughs> That's quite a frog. I got a frog. I'm gonna give it another go. Do that thing with it. Oh, the Ochenbauer boys, Bach. No. 
That's well, sorry. It's not in me. It's not in me. Let's just end this podcast. It's not in me. Is that what we're giving us? Yeah. Go on, Aiden. Just freestyle. Beautiful. Hi, my name is Robbie the Robot, and as a reward for getting this far through the podcast here is the new single by Caroline's Capuchin. It is called Robbie the Robot, and to listen again you can find a link in the podcast notes. Enjoy.
Can you speak? No, Dr. Spanois.